0: Runners take three marks take three marks remarks Welcome to the Up and Running Podcast where we talk about all things related to running and really great food Hello and welcome to the Up and Running Podcast My name is Paul Ventura, and I am your host. This is episode number 10 of the show. It's been a really exciting few months. I started the podcast back in January, and I posted on my Instagram page a few days ago the reach that the podcast is having. And if you're not following me on Instagram, please do. You can find me at R-U-N-W-I-T-P-A-U-L. My handle on Instagram is at RunWitPaul. Paul. And so as I mentioned, I posted a few days ago um, just the reach that I'm gaining with the podcast. And you know when I when I take a look at some of the statistics, um, we've got some listeners in Finland, we've got quite a lot of listeners in North America, and we have a few listeners in the UK. Um, so it's really exciting to just see that people are picking up and listening to the show and not only stateside but abroad so thank you for those of you who have become subscribers to the show and a special thanks to those of you who've rated the show ratings are important on iTunes because that's how other people learn that the show exists when they get little suggestions you know here's another show you might like that's how it shows up so thank you for being part of the journey today's topic of discussion is running's effect on your mood So I have a couple questions here to kind of get everybody thinking. How many of you find that running helps improve your mood? Another question I have is, how many times have you had a stressful day and the one thing you know will improve it is your run? Yes, running does have a positive effect on mood. So personally, I always feel better after I've done my run Another benefit I get is I just have a lot more energy the whole rest of the day. I'm a morning runner. I've said it before on different shows. And for example, I was up pretty early today, 4.30 in the morning. I did a treadmill run. And after that run, I was really set for the whole rest of the day. Um, I just had a lot more energy to get through the day. So that is definitely a benefit that I gain from doing my runs along with improving my mood. So many of you listening to this podcast right now are runners. Some of you are longtime runners. Some of you may be newer to the sport of running. But I think we can all relate to what I'm about to talk to right now. And so when I go for my runs, there are several things that happen um, from a mental standpoint on that run. And I'll, I'll kind of categorize it this way. So within those first 10 to 15 minutes of my run that's generally where my mind races that's where I'm thinking about my to-do list the things I have to get done the things I need to prioritize as they relate to my job to my family activities that I'm getting ready to do or just have to get done and so that is really a function of the human brain right so the prefrontal cortex is an area of the brain that when we do aerobic exercise gets stimulated. And the prefrontal cortex has a lot of different functions for the, uh, for the human body. But one of those functions is planning. So uh, when you're engaged in a- aerobic activity like running, that's part of the reason that you have that sense. is like, you know, you kind of run through your to-do list. You start thinking about all the things you need to get done. But after about 15 minutes, then my mind relaxes. And all I'm really thinking about at that moment is how I feel, how my body feels. Um, and so there's this transition that takes place. I literally start focusing on my breathing. I focus on the way my legs feel, the steps that I'm taking. Um, If I'm outside on a run, my mind transitions to the environment around me. I start focusing on the sounds of the birds that I hear chirping. I think about the temperature. Is it warm? Is it cold? Um, I look at things like the grass, the flowers, just kind of all the natural world things that are around me. And then that's where I really start to become more peaceful, meditative, and for me, where the joy of running comes from. So I'm sure as I walked through that, you got a mental picture or you could relate to that because that is, you know, in me talking to runners over the years, having teammates, we all relate to that. And those are all things that uh, physiologically we go through. Uh, and that's part of the reason we all love to run so much is that experience. Run. Yeah. I like, I like. So, running for many people is a serene and mentally relaxing activity. I know it is for me. Sure, your body's working, you're sweating. But while that's happening, you're also allowing your mind to let go. And you're letting go of all that cumbersome stuff that, you know, you just have to do through life on a daily basis, and you're focusing on one thing, and that thing is how you feel while you're running. In addition to the running-focused podcast that I listen to, I've also been listening to a lot of other different podcasts, and a lot of these podcasts are focusing on the topic of mindfulness, Mindfulness is a hot topic these days. I mean, you can find TED Talks on it, countless books and podcasts, as I mentioned. So, what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is the state of mental calmness achieved by focusing your awareness on the present moment and accepting your feelings, thoughts, and sensations. Regular practice of mindfulness has been proven to have a positive effect on your overall health and reduce stress levels significantly. So as I thought about this show and doing this topic of running's effect on your mood, you know, I was reflective. I, I started thinking a lot about this concept of mindfulness And I realized that I actually practice some form of mindfulness on each and every run that I do. And when I think about that, I realize that over the past 28 years as a runner, I've been engaged in some form of mindfulness during all of my runs. So I've been practicing mindfulness for a very long time. Most of my runs I do solo. So I'm not running with others, but instead I'm running with my thoughts. When I run, my thoughts are often all over the place, as I mentioned a little earlier. My thoughts jump from work, the things that I need to get done, but eventually my thoughts settle and I get focused on my breathing, the steps as I climb hills and I descend them. I think about my arms. Am I pumping them enough? I think about my leg turnover. So I become mindful about those things. Like many runners, I'm sure, I also self-talk on the whole run. And that's just something that we kind of do unconsciously, I, at least I do. But when the runs get tough, I push myself to hang in there. I also let go of all those thoughts, that hanging in there stuff, and then I just let my mind wander. There's something very powerful about pushing yourself on a run, like when you crest a hill. And at that time that you're cresting the hill, you know, you, got, you have discomfort going on. You kind of feel that pain. You're catching your breath. You're trying to get back into a rhythm. And in that moment, your mind is as mindful as it can get. Just focused on how you feel, good or bad, in that moment. And there's nothing like that, ah, that's done feeling. So there's something very centering and gratifying from completing that task. So we're talking about the topic of running's effect on your mood. And so here is some scientific evidence to support that. This month, May, published in Runner's World, is an article by author Scott Douglas, where Mr. Douglas cites a 2008 study published in the Archives of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation, where ultramarathoners, moderate regular exercisers, and non-exercisers walked or ran for 30 minutes at at a self-selected pace that felt somewhat hard. After the workout, everyone's mood had improved. But that of the ultramarathoners and moderate exercisers did so twice as much as that of the sedentary people. What was also found is that the ultra runners and regular exercisers reported greater vigor and less fatigue after the workout than before, while those who were sedentary felt the same. What they attributed this to was that runners can hold a good pace for a long time without going anaerobic, and that allows the physiologic processes that lead to improved mood. This is according to Dr. Ekakakis. He is a professor at Iowa State University, and he's a leading figure in the field of exercise psychology. He goes on to say, In sedentary folks, their ventilator threshold, the point where exercise is no longer purely aerobic, is very low. So they get up off the couch, they take a few steps, and then they're already above their ventilator threshold. Whereas if you're a regular runner, you have the cardiorespiratory fitness to sustain an exercise intensity that's associated with a feel-better effect. So for me, I definitely find that running always improves my mood. And when I think about my collective experience in running over 28 years, I believe that one of the greatest things about the sport, and that makes me want to lace up over and over again, is the element of control that I have over the goal I set for myself. And what I mean is, I know what kind of workout I'm going to do on any particular day. Um, So if I set out to do a five-mile run, that's something that I'm controlling. And I set those goals also based on the fact that I know I'm capable of accomplishing them. I know I can do a five-mile run because I've done it so many times before. So completing that goal of doing the five-mile run, for me, is a milestone. It's a victory. And all those small victories, for me, produce a feel-good effect of something that I achieved that day and something that I had control over. Because let's face it, on any given day, there are many, many things that we have absolutely no control over. So if we can give ourselves something achievable that we can control We're always going to come away feeling a lot better about that. I hope you enjoyed this discussion on running's effect on your mood. And now, I want to talk about something that always raises everyone's mood, and that's really great food, in a segment I like to call... That's crazy crazy good. good. So I want to talk about a really fantastic place in Austin, Texas, called Taco Deli. So it's got a unique name. It's easy to remember because you probably never heard of a place called the Taco Deli. So what makes the Taco Deli so special? What makes it special is that their tacos are amazing. In fact, they're crazy good. So let me let me get specific right because tacos in general are pretty generic and I think we've all had some pretty amazing tacos I mean I live in Southern California so to get amazing tacos in Southern California is is not real difficult but what separates taco deli in Austin Texas from a lot of other places is just the care and the um, just the love that they put into their food the uh, time that they spend on their food so I'm going to talk about this particular taco that was one of my favorites each time I went there, and it's called the Cowboy. It's appropriate, right? It is Austin, Texas. So this taco is called the Cowboy, and if you're looking at their menu, it falls under their beef category, and they have several beef tacos, which I'll describe in a moment, but let me tell you what's on the Cowboy. So it features dry-rubbed beef tenderloin, grilled corn, caramelized onions, roasted pepper, guacamole, and queso fresco. But I have to tell you, because for me to just speak to it doesn't do it justice. When you bite into this cowboy taco, your teeth sink into the meat, almost like butter, right? And, you know, it's dry rub. And I remember asking them, you know, how long do you you know, cook and marinate this beef and it's like eight hours that they actually marinate it and and do all the good stuff that they do to it. So it is an amazing taco. Um, Usually I would get two of them and two of them was a meal. It definitely filled me up. Um, So if you know folks who live in Austin, Texas, um, they probably know about Taco Deli. It's well known. And um, so uh, let me tell you about some of their other tacos because they have a lot. And they not only have breakfast tacos, but they have lunch tacos. And the breakfast tacos on their own are a whole other thing. I mean, they're fantastic. So let me just give you some of the names. Under the chicken section, there's the pollo fantastico, which means fantastic chicken. It features shredded chicken, roasted green chile sauce, crema mexicana, and green onion. And they also have the frontera fundido chicken, which is the grilled chicken breast, jack cheese glaze, sautéed poblano onion rajas. They also have the pollo and pipián rojo, which is shredded chicken, red pipián, avocado, and sesame seeds. Then they have the pollo adobado, which is chicken breast, red chili adobe, cilantro, and onion. And then they have the Happy Taco, which is shredded chicken, sautéed mushrooms, jack cheese, glaze, cilantro, onion. And, and that's just to name a few, because that could go on and on. They also have vegetarian tacos. So they have the Heather, which is grilled queso fresco. And for those of you that may not know what queso fresco is, it's, it's like a very moist cheese. Typically, it's white. Uh, It features organic refried black beans, guacamole, lettuce, and tomato. And then they have a vegetarian taco called the Space Cowboy, which is roasted kitchen pride portobello, grilled corn, caramelized onion, roasted pepper, guacamole, and queso fresco. So as you can hear, I get excited when I talk about their tacos because they're that good. Um, And as you can also hear, there's a wide variety of tacos on their menu. So when I moved to Austin, Texas, my family, my wife, my kids, we all went there. And one of the the eye-opening experiences for us was their breakfast tacos. Because living in Southern California, we're used to breakfast burritos. We don't always... Uh, then It's not always featured on the menus, breakfast tacos, but in Austin, Texas, I mean, it's a thing, breakfast tacos. So I'm going to give you a couple of their breakfast tacos. They have one called the migas taco, which is scrambled eggs, tomato, onion, jalapeno, tortilla chips, and jack cheese. And then they have one called the jamón el suavecito, which is a tender belly smoked ham, gruyere, and jack cheese scrambled eggs, and green onion. So there is a little taste there of what Taco Deli is all about. So if you're in the Austin, Texas area, be sure to visit this place. They have six different locations in Austin, and they have one on Congress Avenue, which is the main thoroughfare by the Capitol there. They have one on Spyglass Drive. They have one on Lamar Boulevard, they have one in Westlake, which is just off of Capital of Texas Highway. And they have one in, on Burnett Road. And they have one, uh, well, they have two on Burnett Road. Uh, one is in Crestview and one is at Gracie Farms. So I hope you enjoyed hearing about Taco Deli. And you'll enjoy it even more when you're there eating their food. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Up and Running Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the discussion on running's effect on your mood. And I hope you enjoyed hearing and learning about Taco Deli out of Austin, Texas. Some really, really crazy good food there that they have. Follow me on Facebook. You can find me under my name, Paul Ventura. And follow me on Instagram at r-u-n-w-i-t-p-a-u-l and as always please take a moment leave a rating on itunes ratings help the show grow and i want to thank you for all of you who've been listening along the way here please share the show with a friend so the show can continue to grow and as always i wish you all a very very great next run The Run. I'm feeling it. You're feeling it. We're feeling it. The Run.